Almost every night for the last 10 years of her life, a French woman was systematically battered and tortured by demons. How did a 14th century peasant woman get caught up in a number of religious controversies? Was she possessed? Was she ill? Was she undergoing a divine state of grace? And what was her name? Well, one or two of you have called me out on my French pronunciation before, so I've taken extra care to make sure I get this one accurate. Hermione de... Hermione? Hermione de Rayam de... Hermione de Reims. Two hours later... Got it, I got it. Hermione de Rem. At least, that's as close as I can get. I'm so sorry. In today's video, we're going to find out about the visions experienced by Ermen and the supernatural forces that affected her daily life in the Middle Ages. Welcome to Medieval Madness. Her Confessor In 1384, Ermen was 37, her husband Reniel was 63. The couple had made the decision to leave their rural home of Luchou near to the French city of Arras in northern France. Reniel was no longer able to farm the plot of land that they rented because of old age and illness. So they made their way to the cathedral city of Reims in the hope that Ermen could find work to help provide for them both. Ermen collected straw that could be used to mend thatched roofs from the marshes outside of the city walls. She sold the straw to the people for what little money she could. The couple's house was near to the Augustinian priory of San Paul de Valde Escalia, with its community of nuns and monks. It was one of these monks, Jean Le Gravure, who became confessor to Ermen and her husband. Her friends urged Ermen to return to the countryside so that she could be cared for and supported through her grief, but her confessor, Jean, advised against this. Ermen stayed in a room which overlooked the convent, and was able to follow the religious services through her window. She confessed her sins to Jean every day, and adhered to some very pious practices such as fasting and the act of the mortification of the flesh. This meant that she tied a belt around her waist and kept it there constantly as penance. When Jean became aware that Ermen's flesh had begun to grow over the belt, he encouraged her to remove it. From November of 1395, Ermen was tormented by demons, although she also experienced divine visions as well. Although, Jean refers to them as adventures rather than visions, because they are things that physically happen to her. Ermen was illiterate, so it was Jean that began to keep a diary of her experiences, which he wrote in French. Jean introduced Ermen as a simple little woman, full of goodwill, known throughout the neighbourhood for her charity and devotion. He documented these demonic episodes every morning like a medieval witness statement, with the explicit intention of turning Ermen into a tool for building up the Augustinian faith, by creating something that could put her on the path to sainthood. The Discernment of Spirits Throughout the 14th century and into the early 15th, there was a triad of disasters which brought about religious turmoil. The Black Death, the Western Schism, and the Hundred Years' War all contributed towards this upheaval of faith. Many Europeans began to question what was to be believed, the suffering of Ermen took place at a time of one of the most intense religious and political movements in Europe. During the months that she was being tortured by the supposed devil, there were two different popes, one residing in Rome and the other in Avignon, France. It was difficult to distinguish between what was divine and what was diabolical when it came to the issue of spiritual possession. Evil could appear at any time to confuse the believers and test the faithfulness of the church. So, the devil and his minions were taken for granted during the Middle Ages. It was believed that they were often sent by God to torment and tempt people and test their faithfulness. 
And Ermen reminds them of this when she tells the demons, quote, You cannot do me more harm than what God allows you. If he wants you to beat me, do it. If he wants you to kill me, do it. I deserve it. But there are also calming visions as well. She hears a celestial choir, and towards the end of her life, while attending mass, she saw Jesus in place of the host when taking communion. Just before Pentecost, she heard a sweet voice tell her not to be afraid, because the demons will not withhold you much longer. Sometimes the evil spirits appear to Ermen masquerading as gigantic, looming monsters, just as they are depicted in Hell. At other times, they take on the appearance of holy people and various saints such as St. Peter, Elizabeth, Gertrude or Nicholas, and even Mary Magdalene and John the Baptist. This was supposedly meant to deceive her men so that she would lose all confidence in her faith. These false saints would show her that the communion host was really just a piece of bread and not actually the flesh of Jesus, that she couldn't possibly be saved and there was no resurrection, so she might as well be a sinner. Sometimes the materializations could be heard, smelled, or even felt rather than seen. The ability to distinguish between the apparitions that her men saw is known as the discernment of the spirits, a gift given by the Holy Spirit to enable certain Christians to recognize what is good and what is evil, what has been sent by God and what has been sent by the devil. For the medievals, this gift was needed to prevent people from being led astray by false teachings during times of danger to the Catholic Church. Satan appeared to be physically there for her men, an actual bodily presence, not just a dreamlike figure. She can touch him, smell him, feel him, and even lick him. When he got bored of appearing to her men, the devil tried other ways to torment her. He would knock over cups and spill out their contents, blow candles out, change wine into other liquids such as blood, or transform wooden objects into precious metals to frighten and tempt her. Her visions had all the characteristics of a diabolical encounter in the later medieval period, when demons weren't seen as outside bringers of evil, but could actually infiltrate the soul of a person and find out their deepest, darkest desires, making them both frightening, but alluring at the same time. During one such vision, a man, quote, suddenly saw in the middle of her bedchamber a young and handsome man and a young and beautiful woman. They began to embrace and kiss each other, and then lay down on the floor, and committed a sin together. And the devil did all of this in front of her, because he wanted her to take evil pleasure in fleshly sin. When they were done, the young man went up to the bed and said, Aren't you miserable? You who kill yourself with fasting, not sleeping, wearing a hair shirt. It would be much better if you lived a pleasant life, and that you satisfy the appetites of your body, for you will never be able to avoid eternal damnation. Beasts. Another frequent theme of hellish encounters during the Middle Ages were attacks by wild animals and vermin, and Ermen had more than her fair share of these. Huge swarms of flies would invade her chamber, sometimes crawling on her body for days. A gigantic dog would sit on her windowsill, and huge bears would leave great quantities of urine on her floor. Yeah, blame the bears. Reptiles such as lizards would bite Ermen's flesh, causing deep wounds on her hands, and snakes would crawl up inside of her clothing, wrapping around her neck in an attempt to strangle her. Bats would fly into her, and birds such as crows and owls would attack her face. She encountered a cat with fire-red eyes, and a lion that roared all night, preventing her from getting any sleep. Large toads the size of dogs would jump into her bed, waking her from her sleep, and force themselves into her mouth. During one of these encounters, Ermen quickly got out of bed, but only found herself slipping and sliding on more toads. 
however they disappeared when she sprinkled holy water on them. On another occasion, when Ermen was praying in her bedchamber, three toads began to crawl under her clothing. They disappeared and she got into bed to sleep, but when she awoke, a demon in the form of a man lay in bed next to her. She was also able to make him dissolve with the use of holy water. Beatings It was the middle of November of 1395 when the physical beatings began. Ermen was ashamed and embarrassed by this because her neighbours would mock her and say, here is the woman beaten by the demons every night. The height of the brutality came on the 15th of December when the fiends beat her, quote, with fists and feet in such a way that she was afraid they were going to kill her. She said that the devil's fist seemed as hard as an iron. She was kicked so hard in the chest that her breast became badly bruised. Ermen was also accosted on the street in broad daylight by Hellions. One wielded a dagger at her and told her, next time I will kill you. These events were happening simultaneously with the hauntings of Ermen every night, and only proved to Jean La Gravure that although the evil spectres had no physical bodies, they could still create tangible effects in the real world. Levitation At one time, Ermen was supposedly elevated into the air and then suddenly dropped down. She banged her head on a bench with such force that she almost lost an eye. This leads us into another area where Ermen was plagued by evil, and frequent attacks of levitation and flying through the air. On the Friday after Epiphany, Ermen awoke to find herself pinned onto the ceiling, floating in the middle of her room. Later, the devils made her fly over the convent courtyard, but the most traumatic of these aerial flights happened after the first Sunday of Lent, when Ermen was kidnapped in the street by three men on black horses. She was transported into the forest of Natuel in just a few seconds where, quote, all around her, there were so many demons in human form that she could not count them. However, the spirits ain't all bad as she was able to find her way home with the help of an apparition of St. Paul the Simple. A Holy Death Amen eventually died from the plague in August 1396 in what Jean describes as a holy death. Charitable until the end at the time Amen was caring for a sick neighbor, she is buried in the nave of St. Paul's Church of Val de Escolier. In the following January, a poorly little girl named Isabel saw an apparition of Ermen as she lay on her deathbed. Isabel told her grandmother that she wanted to go with the White Lady just before she died. For Jean, it was a miraculous event that validated Ermen's holy life. Jean devoted over 70 folios to Ermen's trials and tribulations. Her encounters with beasts and violent demons give us an extraordinary account of religious belief and spirituality in the late medieval period. Thank you for watching this episode of Medieval Madness. Please do subscribe if you enjoy the content as we do release a video every Friday. Cheers!